All right, listen up. Listen up, gang. I know I say this every week, but this is one of the best episodes I've made so far. My buddy Randy, who used to live in, who used to live here, I worked with him for years, and he moved to Germany for a few years. Now he's back. My man brought his kids with him, who were raised in Germany. They sound like the Dudesons from Viva La Bam, and they are awesome folks. They do a little bit of, they do some cameos on here as well. So you're going to want to listen to this whole thing. It's entertaining to the finish, and when you think it's about over, there's another couple of rabbit holes to go. You won't be disappointed. So I hope you enjoy it. Listen up. Here's Randy and the Dudesons. I hit the hit the record button now. We got we got numbers. We're four seconds in. Pull that up, Jamie. Pull it up. What are you drinking? Mike's Hard? Yeah. What flavor is that? Black cherry lemonade. Oh my god. It's like the giant bomb cast where you try a new try a new drink for every one of them. Yeah. What was we gonna, at least for at least for six episodes. What were we gonna do? We had a podcast plan like last year, and it was gonna be Jurassic Park versus Star Wars. <laughs> 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 the Galapagosaurus versus Boba Fett in a head-to-head matchup. Boba Fett wins every time. Oh yeah, because he doesn't spit. <laughs> Boba Fett doesn't spit. You got that tin up there. That's what reminded me of that. Are those painted on the wall? No, they're uh, uh, metal. They're Mand- metal. Mandalorian supporters in this house. As he drinks, Mike's hard. It's the first run with this recorder. I'm nervous as a cat. I'm not nervous. And your, and your kids are eating pizza. They're like, weird anyway. I need to get Jamie. We have we have a Jamie in our midst here. I just can't help. I want to get over here with a laptop and look shit up. Well, he's good at looking shit up. That's for sure. I think he's good at eating pizza. Tommy knows. That's about all he freaking eats is pizza. Yeah, you can't tell it. How people stay so skinny. I hate you. How do you do it? You just eat like three slices of pizza and you weigh a buck. Okay, he, he eats it like once a week. And that's his stowaway for the rest of the week. His daily, it was like a camel. What are you, a camel? Eat 100 calories twice a month, whether I need it or not. This is great. Chilling in Randy's house. This may be HQ from here on out. Might as well be. I he's got, got nothing he, else to do. He's got the table. He's got like assistance built in and a dog that's going to shake its, shake its ears. And a, clear a lot of background coat. noise. I don't know. You can't hear it. Well, maybe you can, you can hear me mouth breathe more than anything. I imagine that's going to be a review. He mouth breathes a lot and can't get close enough to the microphone like this. You have to use the chocolate rain technique. <laughs> what? The chocolate rain oh. technique. You remember? Turn my headphones up. Chocolate rain. <laughs> Turn them shits up. <laughs> Put some treble in it. That's my word. Put some, I'm for real, dog. I can't hear. Put some treble in it. <laughs> and it's hilarious. We saw that like just put some treble in it. Wait, what chocolate rain was at Dave Chappelle, was he? No, that cho- was a chocolate rain was at uh he had like a Indian sounded name like yeah. Sanjay something or other. And uh got no he was like you know, one of the early YouTube famous guys that got like ten million hits or whatever. I remember he was on Tosh. I think he also went on like Jimmy Kimmel or something. He was a Tosh uh, Web Redemption. Uh, he pretty much did nothing afterwards. I think he tried to release an album or Imagine something like that. that. Like Sanjaya. Set this yeah. place on fire. Five greatest rappers of all time. <laughs> Dylan, 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 and Dylan. 
well, um, Mike, uh, the day whenever we, whenever we, uh, a certain coworker of ours got busted for attempted murder, our, <laughs> our, our, our former coworker of ours, we'll just call her Susan, got j- taken to jail for attempted murder. The first thing Mike said was Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. <laughs> that used to be like their inside joke. <laughs> I said, "Oh, Dylon's going to jail for her." Last I heard, she was out on bail. <laughs> I don't know if that's uh, I don't touch true. Oh or my not. God. Uh, that's 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 about as tr- train wrecky as it gets. What a wasted future! She just got like a promotion or something too. She she'd gotten moved up. She was she was last I heard she was working somewhere over downtown or something like that. She'd got off the the government titty so to speak. Was working on the commercial side and next thing you know she's robbing and shooting. I thought she uh, was like a leader. I thought she took oh uh, I think she did, she originally did and then. Then she took a position somewhere commercial. out. Commercial. Somewhere. Well, she won't be needing that security clearance now. Yeah. <laughs> won't have to carry that pesky badge around with her anymore. Maybe maybe around her, her ankle. Yeah, and those, uh, those two kids aren't going to have any trouble. That's that's for sure. That's that's a tragedy. It, now, now it's not funny. Now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of the victims, though. No, no, it's still funny. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that was over Christmas, too. It's like, what? It's like, oh, look at, oh. <laughs> people were calling me, people were calling me from Colorado, from Italy, like, what'd you do? What happened? <laughs> oh, uh, Robert sent me an email. He said, I didn't know it'd be this soon, but I'd always have to send you an email. What the hell happened? <laughs> he goes, I thought this might have been about a death. I didn't realize it would be her going for us. Oh, we don't get sued for Sued for defamation, but I'm not sure you can at this point. No, no. That's that's all public record. <laughs> We're off the hook. <laughs> it was AL Live. I was like, don't say that. Oh, people are mean. The comments, are you making an egg? Mm-hmm. Happy. That's keto AF. He is. Uh, Dude, those are those are homegrown eggs. Those are David Britton eggs there. No, those are actually Matt Shively eggs. Matt Shively eggs. Those eggs are perverts. Yes. <laughs> No, Matt Shively, he's a, a he's a pretty cool dude. He was he would say some things every once in a while. I'm like, whoa. Okay. He's a good dude. I like him, Matt Shively. I didn't mean that to say it, but nothing specific. No one sat and said any more than we all have. <laughs> Except for that one thing. That's weird. Anywho. <laughs> yeah, hey. I'm actually supposed to be getting some uh some homegrown pork from him here. His uh he's got a hog going to processing on Monday. Hey, if, if that group if that group is the Looking for all stars. Don't forget about the crackhead that's now on a Netflix special that used to be among. Oh gosh, what was that called? The Food of Life or uh, something? Uh, Golly, it's the one about all the ke- the ketogenic food. I got yeah, all yeah, I got yeah. all bonered up for it because it was right in the middle of my kick. Uh, dang, I can't remember. It's like yeah. life food or something. Because I remember because you know my my brother's got two uh, special needs kids, and so I, the first thing I did was send him that that documentary ask him to go ahead and check god what the hell was the name of it i can't wait to get was back that, was on like keto. a magic pill or something like that yeah, it was like <laughs> pull that up jamie yeah we need a producer right now <laughs> come on jamie oh <laughs> hang on looking at google this is bill Burress. looking at google i think it was called the, the magic pill yeah, or it was something. something like that and oh, okay. and my brother does yep. have he, he's got a a son that's that's just like 
that dude's son or, or daughter rather. So I thought for sure that that would be something he'd want to try, but I could never get him to. You can pull that my move commit. those cables out of the way. Eating a homegrown egg, man, and get me stirred up. That's my jam. As a matter of fact, speaking of that, I'm uh, probably going to be taking Britain's. Uh, you can throw that bag chickens. in the floor. It's just a it's one of those hippie bags that give you an Aldi. So he's trying to get rid of his land. Laying hands, I'm probably going to take those. Are you going to order one, order you a coop off uh, Amazon? Uh, I don't know. I was actually just talking to uh, one of the ladies I bowl with. She said that she's got plans for a, a coop that she built that uh, it's like a elevated, so you can stand and just walk in and change all their bedding or whatever it is you need to do. And there's like a box on the side so you can collect the eggs and all that. Uh, she showed me some pictures of it. I'll probably try to do something like that i'm not handy at all so i don't no. know how well that's gonna go i get on i when i, when I get on that kick i get on amazon and put two or three in a cart yeah because <laughs> that's generally what i tend to do because all you need is a space about the size of this half of this table and like a dog pen yeah hers didn't look that big no it was more not. tall than it was wide so. especially for five and I'm, I'm only taking a couple of them so you need uh i think it's like 10 square feet per per chicken of, on in the run i used to be a farmer <laughs> that's all i have to say about that and speaking of i don't know have you gone down the rabbit hole at all of smart home devices smart home yeah so that's just uh simply safe so it's in the that's, ring that's my my new that's <coughs> uh, been my new kick lately and especially once i started talking to this guy at work and uh Right now, I'm in the process of trying to upgrade them all, but you have to pretty much have to sit there and lay out a plan of your entire house and say, okay, well, I've got this many bulbs, I've got this many switches, because you have to decide up front if you're going to invest in bulbs or switches. Is that like Alexa? Well, Alexa's the hub. Alexa's yeah. what controls everything. Okay, I was thinking, like, for some reason, I went straight to Simply Safe and Ring Doorbell. Well, no, I, I haven't looked into that at all. Well, I got a Ring Doorbell uh, and. My floodlight over my garage is a ring floodlight with a camera, but both of them can be controlled through Alexa as well. Uh, so if I have an Amazon Fire Stick hooked up to my television, <coughs> somebody rings the doorbell, I can say, Alexa, show me who's at the door, and then she'll bring it up on screen on the, that on stuff the big you, TV. That stuff used to take a mile of wires to do that. No, absolutely now, not. Now it just takes, now you stick it. Absolutely not. It's just everything's... Uh, Right now, the issue I'm having is electrical. Uh, I don't know if you noticed on the way in, but I've got a few switches hanging out of the wall currently. Um, well, you live in a Brady Bunch house. Well, there is that. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought when I first bought this house. When I ro rolled up and I said, hell, this looks like the Brady Bunch bungalow. <laughs> it looks like, I swear to God, it looked like I was walking into a house in Southern California. So we're going to do a podcast. It's like we're at a real comedian's house. Yeah, I there's nothing fancy about this place, but I, I've always enjoyed it from the moment I walked in. Oh, so. yeah. I like how you built-in pergola. Yeah, yeah. You have ivy everywhere. You need a chip. No chips. <laughs> what? Is that a dog hair? Trying to dog hair on the microphone? <laughs> eat it. Eat it. <laughs> eat it. Young Jamie was going to eat the chip, eat the dog hair. I don't know. This Your dog may get mad if you smell my dog hair on the microphone. I got, a, I got a bunch of them on my microphone, too. My kids just throw them in the floor when they're sitting on my table. I'm like, what 
Why is my stuff on the floor? <laughs> I paid money for this house. Expect demand a little respect. Jerry's getting upset. I'll tell you one thing different with this live setup is I'm not getting dry mouth. Like on the Skype. I don't know what the difference of that is. That's interesting. I guess I guess it's because I'm not trying to keep it up. I'm not hearing myself as as uh not hearing myself as granular as I do there because I got it turned all the way up. You know, on that little tube, that little tube, mm-hmm. tube port when you gave me that's when I used for right. Skype. Sensitive, got it ramped up. Do you think it has anything to do with being, I guess, somewhat less natural? Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with that. I'm sitting there trying to talk to it and look at the screen. Looking at it with uh, nothing on it, just a blank, just a, a blue blob. Hmm. Big fan of the big fan of the microphones, especially if I ever get a new laptop. Well, if I do it again, I'll break out my my, my big one so I can look fancy. I don't know if this stand will hold it though. No, I'll I break should. out the big one. Randy says, "Yes." <laughs> then maybe break out the big one for our next shoot. I'm here for the cable. I am expert. Straight from Germany. I'm here. I'm here to fix the cable. You can guess what happens next. <laughs> he fixes the cable <laughs> with his large penis. Whoa! And we're explicit again. <laughs> I got the only reason I brought that up is because uh, Big Lebowski was a subject last Sunday for some reason. And no, my friend Joe always sends me a text once a week that says, Colburn, you are, for no reason. Since like 20, 2001, since we graduated, a text, Colburn, you are. And <laughs> I looked it up. I looked up something on there, and he was on Conan, or Jimmy Fallon. It's Conan. And when they went, when he did the scene where he was under the, going underneath the girls, the, the, they were, they dressed like bowling pins, sprawled out over the lanes. Mm-hmm. He was on his back going against him. It was a dream sequence. And he right. said d- during the, uh, he had a panoramic camera. that he, And during dress rehearsal, he was going to do a panoramic of all the girls up like that. And they were like, yeah, go ahead and do it. And they went to the wig shop and put tufts of wigs underneath their, in their underwear. <laughs> <laughs> he, the the picture's on the, uh, on the internet, but it's just like a lot of just these giant, like, it's like he's got Michael Jackson's head down there, like a, like a big fro. Each one of them got like a fro under it. And his wife and kids are on set that day, and they put all they were in on it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. He said, just tufts of pubic hair, man. It's everywhere. All right. For full disclosure, uh, I cannot claim to have seen 100% of The Big Lebowski. We talked about this before. I, <laughs> I think I have seen it all. I actually own it on HD DVD of all formats. Oh, my God. So I know you haven't seen it. I, I have a working <laughs> HD DVD player that is in system currently that I could turn on at a given moment. But having said that, You're I, the still, minority. <laughs> I still believe that uh, I have not seen 100% of the Big Lebowski. The, however, whatever percent is that I have seen of it, I feel is uh, very quotable. I'd but, say so. But very overrated. Get out. That's that is my hot take. You heard it here first on a twenty-year-old movie. My hot take on the on the big Lebowski. <laughs> Twenty-three years old. He goes, there's two. There's three minorities in the world: people that haven't seen Big Lebowski, 
and people that uh, have an HDD player and the people that voted for Jill Stein. <laughs> In uh, that order. Two out of three. I got them. <laughs> Batting so, 300. That's Hall of Fame material, so folks. I, I have a very small HD DVD collection, two HD DVD players, and have not seen all of the Big Lebowski as far as I can recollect. <laughs> I think and, there was a time in my life where a day didn't go by for about six months. I didn't watch the Big Lebowski. So that was that was us and uh, Fight Club and Friday. We we rotated between that. Like at least once a week, we watched. Oh yeah, <clears throat> both of those movies. See, I didn't see Fight Club until I was in graduated high school. I didn't see it till like two thousand and one. Of course, that might have been when it came out. I don't know. Uh, it was not far after. We, like, I think watched, it was 99. We watched Lebowski from like freshman year. Hey, Jamie, pull that up. What year Fight Club come out? <laughs> Jamie that's going to be a running joke here, folks, <laughs> just in case you didn't oh, yeah. get that. We do, we do that, me and Derek from down the street on our other ones. He go, he'll be he'll say something. Pull that up, Jamie. You know, oh, I forget what he's talking about. We don't have a Jamie. We but now Jamie. we do have a Jamie. And 1999. It's being, being useless. Wow. I was late to Fight Club. Hmm. That movie's so good, though. And then at the end of they blow everything up. So I, yeah, I had a strange relationship with that movie because, you know, my my first thing, my first thought, I guess you could say, was uh, I see this movie with with pretty boy Brad Pitt, and it's called Fight Club, and I'm automatically thinking well, I'm not going to watch this, and. Every preview I saw of it was just Brad Pitt with his shirt off. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely not watching this. And I remember uh, I was at my grandmother's house, and it was after the movie had already come and gone and went to DVD. And uh, so they were already showing it on HBO. And they showed a preview of it on HBO. And I saw some scenes. I was like, this looks a little interesting. This looks like <laughs> not what I thought it was. And so I went, went back to Germany. I was still in the Army at the point. And uh, a friend of mine had, had rented it. And he's like, dude, you got to watch this. you got to watch this. And we sat down and watched it. And I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have had a relationship with this movie so much longer. but yeah, It that, didn't look good to begin with. No. In the previews, it didn't. That was during Brad, Brad Pitt's little run of being Pretty Boy Floyd. Yeah. That was, you know, uh, was it Leaves of the Fall and... <laughs> All that stuff. I think he'd just come off of that movie. I love Legends of the Fall. Legends of the Fall. That's what it was. Legends of the Fall. That was like a 1994 movie, though. Okay. That was so I long ago, me and my, my mom watched it. That's how I know about that. I'm I, watching there's, movie my there's a certain point in my life, there was like a five-year span where, where I don't really know when things actually occurred. So they all kind of occurred in yeah. the same year as far as I'm concerned. They, they kind of did. <laughs> Always made the joke, like if somebody starts acting kind of like an outdoor Mac Daddy, like acting real crazy, like at a campsite, I'll be like, yeah, that's uh, Brad Pitt's character leads the falls loosely based on his childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Especially people that get into like assault weapons and they st- all of a sudden they have a lot of black t-shirts for some reason. Like, where did you get, why do you have everything with the American flag on it? <laughs> all of a sudden you're an outdoorsman. You had a Honda Civic three weeks ago. <laughs> now all of a sudden you're daggum Chris Kyle over here. Yeah. Tactical life. Yeah. They exist. That's, that's they like, walk among us. That's like half of the AMC parking lot. All right, look, it's been years since I had that pizza. So after having it again, I was like, okay, I, I, don't, don't, I don't need to eat this again. I don't again. hate Papa John's. But I guess if we live where we're at now, DJ's is the pizza place. That's that's where that's where I was thinking about going, but then when I had to go get it, and I didn't feel like going to get yeah, it. Yeah, 
Well, Grub South delivers. If you want to pay seventy five dollars to get your pizza, you want to buy somebody's bag of weed on your way to get pizza. <laughs> <laughs> get somebody show up in a a Chrysler or a Lasabre. What's the word? Lasabre forty five minutes late with a fifty uh, percent markup. <laughs> <coughs> It's the worst part about Grub South. You get a thirty dollar Wendy's burger, <laughs> come straight to your house. <laughs> I was gonna be buying at a hotel restaurant. Yeah, dog, laying on my feet. Mm. Good time for my allergies to flare up. Surely I'm not allergic to your dog. No, it's not my dog. It couldn't be that everything's blooming. Yeah. This week, once it cooled off. It's been raining for six months straight. And the barometric pressure is about to drop in the toilet tonight. <laughs> it's going to be good for everybody. Yes. Every person. And if a tornado doesn't blow you away, you won't be able to open your left eye for a couple of days. <laughs> the worst part about spring around here. You got tornadoes and the pressure drops. You get a migraine. Your back hurts. Snakes come out. It's terrible. Places like a rainforest. Damn snakes. Should have bombed it when I had a chance. I hate snakes. I'm surprised you haven't gotten more used to them. <clears throat> I don't see too many of them. I'm sure there's probably one under that log pile I got out back. Yep. But hang, hanging out right now. <laughs> Listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> snake's going to be the first to sign on to the Patreon. <laughs> so that one's on it. First. <laughs> I swear to God. Not just a snake, but I will chop off anybody's head at rights first. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, for the three people that watch this, just gonna be like, <laughs> that one guy putting on lipstick watching this, <laughs> saying first, first, like Steve Buscemi and uh, ah, damn, Billy Madison. Was that Steve Buscemi? It was Billy Madison. Yes. You know, he went back and told everybody, told everybody sorry, and then he he writes his name, marks his name off, and puts <laughs> lipstick on. And then he shoots the. Uh, he shoots the rifle behind him and kills Shooter McGavin or whatever his name was. <laughs> Shooter. Cross pollination here. Not the same movie. <laughs> no, not even the Billy, same movie. Billy Madison wasn't a golfer. No, he was his grandma on a gator. So that's not. No, he was not the son of Satan either. No, no one saw that movie. I I saw it too many <laughs> Little times. Little Nicky. Yes. <laughs> there, that, that's an, that's another one of those movies. That, it, it's a bad movie, but. People and people rightfully poop on it, but there are scenes in that movie that crack me the hell up, and I can't explain why. I see it, and I know it's dumb, I know it's bad, but it's just one it's like a guilty pleasure movie when I watch it. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's you're not missing anything, no, but there are scenes of that movie that are there's 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 like a scene where they do uh him, him and Tiny Lister uh have a uh a mind wrestling contest, and he makes him. <laughs> makes him punch himself in the balls like 20 times in a row. <laughs> it's, I don't know why that scene cracks me up so bad. It's just the noises he makes and then watching him punch himself in the balls over and over again. Tiny Lister? Yeah. Uh, Zeus. Uh, 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 Debo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. I know he, who you're talking about now. So he, uh, Debo is his brother. They're also... The, he is also the son of Satan. And whenever he walks in the room, he says, 
hey, you want to mind wrestle? And then he says, no, I think I'm going to. He's like, no, you're going to mind wrestle me. And then he starts telepathically telling him shit, talking shit, and then makes him start punching himself in the balls and do stupid stuff. I didn't realize he was on that. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's a bad movie. I know it's a bad movie. I I cop to that. It's that's my uh probably that's one of my guilty pleasure movies, I guess. Didn't didn't you say one time you started your own fight club? We did. It was after the fight club uh uh I thought that was you. I I knew two people that did. Scenarios. I knew and, <laughs> way uh, too many people. So me and my me and my friend, we we talked about it all the time and and at first it just started as like just drunken shit talking. And it was like, yeah, we should, we should, we should do it. We should do it. We should do it. And, and one night, I don't remember what it was. I, I, we were talking and I just said, I said, look, if we're going to do it, then, uh, I, I'm not going to initiate it. It's not going to, it's not going to come off right. If we just stand in front of each other and say, okay, let's start fighting. Cause we're both just going to stand there and look at each other. I said, whenever you feel like doing it, when we're leaving the club, just get my attention and punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> And so, in public, no less. so one night we were, we're all walking out and he said, Hey Randy, I turned around. He gave me enough. I mean, it wasn't like a, a sucker punch. It was like enough time for me to register what was happening. <laughs> and then bam, punch in the what face. What was that thought before you did punch you? Oh damn, it's happening. <laughs> I, I, it was, it was an oh shit. It, it was a, uh, it was like, holy shit. I didn't, I didn't think he was going to do it, but then he did it. And I was like, all right, this is happening. It's on. And so we rumbled. And uh, then after a while, I was like, you know, he, we, of course, like every fight, <laughs> we, you know, every fight ends up on the ground. And, uh, you know, he's on top of me and I'm, he's not punching me or anything. But then, uh, you know, I'm kind of wrapping him up, trying to keep him from, from punching me. And he <laughs> proceeds to <laughs> bounce my head off the concrete. And I said, Okay, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> Turned into a real fight, dude. So uh, uh, then we stood up, hugged, and that was it. And so then after that, it was like a thing. We'd go out, get drunk, and then beat the crap out of each other. Uh, and we started incorporating some other guys in the barracks. And some guys would be like, hey, uh, yeah, you know, we, we were also pretty heavy drinkers at the time. So he would say, um, people would come to us and say, hey, I, you know, can we go out, hang out with you guys this weekend? Like yeah sure but you gotta you gotta join Fight Club and, <laughs> and they're like what are you talking about I was like well if you're com- if you're coming out tonight then you're gonna fight this is why you're in the military yeah back when you're in the military. army yeah it's even and, better um, and I have a, a verifiable incident where you know I I did get uh, I did get my ass kicked one night and um, uh, I the next morning I didn't realize it but the next morning I woke up I had a big old shiner and I was like oh shit. So I, when I went out to formation the next morning, I just I stayed in the back of the formation trying to stay away from everybody. And then the first sergeant, I guess, obviously saw it, and he came over to me and pulled me aside, and he said, is this something I'm going to have to hear about from the MPs later? And I said, no, first sergeant. And he said, is this something that I'm going to hear about from anybody in the future? And I said, no, first sergeant. He said, first rule. He said, okay. And I said, okay. <laughs> so we... We continued to, you know, after a while, it just kind of died off. There was no real reason for it. But, you know, we still went out and, you know, every Friday, Thursday, Friday night, we'd go and get drunk and beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> I wanted to hear that to be the reason you got kicked out or something. No, no. I got kicked out because I said I was too fat. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs>
Proving them right. <laughs> One raspberry Max Hard lemonade at a time. That's right. <laughs> they said, I thought you just got out like after four years. Uh, no. So uh, there was a, there was a moment in time where, um, I, I, I had to cut weight to, to get in to begin with. Um, I've always been slightly rotund for my size and, uh, I, you know, I, I cut weight to get in. And then, so after I got in, you know, you work out and stuff like that. So you actually put on muscle, which actually put me over the weight limit. And, um, then I got deployed for a while. And while I was on deployment, I did a lot of shift work and didn't do a lot of PT like I was supposed to. So I put on a lot of extra weight Weight that weight and night shift doesn't help at all. Yeah, a lot of weight I shouldn't have put on, and so when I got back to my unit, they t- I took a PT test and did not pass PT test. And uh, they, uh, after you do a PT test, they also weigh you in. And with me failing and also being overweight, they put me on the overweight program. And according to Army standards, you have to. Um, once you're on the overweight program, they do a body mass index, oh, God. Uh, but they do it with a tape measure. So they, they tape around your gut and they tape around your neck and then they determine what your percentage of body fat That's is. That's in depth one there. That's granular. Yeah. You can't get away from that. Well, you poop your way out of the BMI test. I've always had love handles. So even when, while my neck was shrinking, my love handles were still pretty huge. Yeah, they don't go anywhere. Uh, so they kept, even when I got underweight, I got my, I think my weight limit was 160 something and I got down to 150 something, but they said, no, you have to tape off of the program. And, you know, I was passing my PT test and flying colors. You know, I think the minimum was 180 and I was getting like a 240 out of 300. And, uh, you know, that's middle of the pack. And, um, so it wasn't like I was barely passing my PT test. I was going out there. I was passing fine. But to, with me being on the overweight program, it eliminated me from uh, promotions. And uh, it, it flagged me from all types of deployments, everything. I couldn't do anything until I got off that program. And then uh, there was a general that came in and uh, General Ham. General Ham came in. And yeah, ironic. <laughs> general Ham came in and he said that, any soldier that was on the currently on the overweight program was to be chapter out of the army. So there was, <laughs> there was, there was, a, there was a few of us in, in my unit that, that had to get out because of it. Well, General Ham. while I was on this process of being chaptered out, I decided like, well, I'm getting chaptered out anyway. So F the army. So I started acting a fool, you know, I was showing up late to formation and, not being a very good soldier let's just put it that way and uh so either way i was going to get kicked out anyway but i got ended up getting kicked out for being bad as opposed to being kicked out for being fat uh so that has also hindered my my uh career there's things like i I lost the gi bill because of it really yeah uh i got I, i had a general general under honorable conditions was my discharge um, and you can only use your GI bill under honorable conditions. Um, so yeah, I lost my GI bill 
at the time, you know, I didn't really think much of it. I was like, ah, GI Bill, <laughs> who cares about that? Um, but then a couple of years later, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I, I fucked up. Really needed that. Yeah. Nice uh, to have college and a house. Yeah. Um, it, it has also precluded me from a few other things. Uh, if it was not for the fact that I had been deployed during a, um, a UN mission, which cons- which gives you a medal for expeditionary accomplishment or whatever. It's an expeditionary medal is what it's called. And if it, if not for that, I wouldn't have even been able to get the government job that I got. I was going to say, you got the award for five years service. I didn't think you were dishonorably discharged. Well, I didn't get dishonorable. I got yeah, gen- just general. General and <clears throat> honorable conditions is what my my statement says. And, you know, I never, uh, you know, I've known a lot of guys that have, have always stated that, uh, they always try to make excuses for why they got kicked out and say, well, my commander didn't like me or my first sergeant thought I was a dick or whatever the case may be. And the bottom line was I was an, I was an idiot. You know, I, I, I was already getting chaptered out. So I was just like, eh, F it. Who cares? I'm getting kicked out <laughs> you anyway. lived your best life for a couple of months. Yeah. So, uh, it was my own dumb fault and I paid for it and I'm still kind of paying for it. Um, there's, there's a lot of, even like all the certification courses that I could have gotten paid for by the GI bill. I can't, I got to pay a lot of pocket for all of them. I was fortunate going overseas, being able to get some of them paid by the U S army, but, um, yeah. Anyway, that's that in a nutshell. Is that why you don't have CCNA? No, that is pure laziness, my friend. (laughs) It's not hard to let anybody do it nowadays. No, I, t- I, I did the boot camp when I was overseas, um, and I've, I've studied materials and things like that. There's, it, there's, it's twofold. Part of it's laziness, and part of it is also not being in an environment where I'm going to use it uh, to be able to have any type of practical uh, use for it. Um, that, so it's precluded me from from practicing, and... Again, I'm not going to, I'll be up front. I'm there. There's a lot of laziness in there too. Oh yeah. Them certs are terrible. I should be studying now, but I'm over here. Well, <laughs> my, my procrastination is a side career. That's how, that's how privileged I am. I'm the king of procrastination. I mean, I've got a, I got a pile of socks and underwear on my wife's side of the bed that, uh, I just keep pushing to the side cause I just want to go to bed at night. <laughs> Are they uh, clean at least? Oh, they're, no, yeah, like, yeah. They're yeah, they come out of the dryer, they go on the bed, and then I was like, oh, I'll get to them when I'm done with this other thing. They're, they're not like little hard socks laying on <laughs> your wife's side of the bed, are they? I, no, no, they do not stand up on their Like little statues? <laughs> I was like, what, what are you trying to tell me right now? On your wife's side, of the, they don't have little googly eyes glued on them or anything? <laughs> just got a, a, I've got a picture taped on the side of it. and <laughs> You got a German speaking spell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaisha! Shaisha! I can't get over y'all. <laughs> my eyes are watering before. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm the. I, I am the king of. Holy procrastination. Uh, <laughs> I've I've got half half a project probably laying around in every room in this house that I've procrastinated on. 
Hell, I still I still only have tiles done in my kitchen. Um, you doing the whole thing in tiles? No, no, no. The the back the backsplash. So the backsplash that's there now is missing that whole bottom piece <coughs> uh, from when they. I had the countertops replaced, and the countertops. Oh, I see it now. The countertops had a little. I, I don't know what you call it. A, a little. A little lip, or whatever you want to call it, of backsplash worth of countertop. So when I replaced that, they ripped the whole thing out, and so I've got that to do. And I've got switches hanging out of my my wall in the other room. I still have. Uh, some of the some of the trim in the hallway, you know, still needs to be painted. I think literally every room in this house has at least one thing that I've left undone, procrastination wise. I don't see a whole wall made out of old pallets, so. No. <laughs> it's like where is that? No, 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 no. that's not my. I can't thing. restore an old house and I have a wall of pallets. <laughs> not live in this county, not in Madison County. You don't. <coughs> you also won't find any uh, live, laugh, loves around this house. I sure as hell hope not. No. I will stab myself in the balls. If, <laughs> and then I will expect at least one of my friends to do the same. You got a perfect spot right there above the couch. Nice big canvas. Yeah, that's where my Millennium Falcon canvas is going. You should buy the uh, Lego $1,700 Lego set. Mm-hmm. Glue it together as you go and put it up there. No, if, I, if I'm spending 1700 bucks on any one thing, it's going to be a new OLED TV. A what? OLED? OLED, O-L-E-D. The, the LG C8. The LG C8. Oh, I'll even take a B7. If anybody's out there and wants to give me a B7 for 1500 bucks, I'll take it. How have I not heard of this stuff? I hear about TV stuff like a, a year after they come out. OLED, it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, that's my... So the the LGs and the Sonys, they, they produce OLEDs, and Samsung <laughs> produces the QLEDs. That's the competing format. So that's why that's the TVs that are expensive now. Yes, that's that's the new, the new hotness. So they didn't they went, they got down cheap again. So they'd have invent something. Yeah. <laughs> invent OLED. But of course they've got uh, uh, all the th- those are 4K with H- HDR, active HDR. But you know they've got the the 8Ks and the the new. Oh, uh, I don't know if there's actually any physically on the market yet but the new hot thing I, that might catch on is the the rollable screens what yes yes See. lg just came out with a, a rollable led yeah like it hides away in a little like like a projector screen would has has a little hideaway thing and then it comes down and but it's the screen and everything is I'm assuming the electronics is in the rollaway. I'm just trying to picture why why they would that would come so far to do that. Too, too good to have a space for a TV in your house. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not something like that. You would still mount it somewhere in your house. I'm just picturing a big roll TV, like a rolling iPad or a map. Yeah, it's uh, it was pretty wild when I saw it. Like like I said, I don't know how big the actual housing is that that keeps everything in it. Because whenever they go to those trade shows, everything is always hidden within some type of fancy structure. So it makes it look like that it's just coming up out of your fireplace or whatever. Uh, 
so who knows maybe the the housing for it is gigantic and it doesn't it's not even really worthwhile but thanks uh, thanks to jamie for pulling that up (laughs) yeah useless jamie yeah nosebleed what happened so uh he's pretty he's he's always been relatively susceptible to nosebleeds uh and yeah i'm sure Ah. i'm sure the 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 people here Probably want to hear all about Jamie's nosebleed. My kid, hey, my kid's getting at least once a month. She used to get the sneezing and all of a sudden nosebleed overnight. Like, what in the world? Uh, he, he gets them about, <coughs> about once a week. Like it's staying on a mattress right now. Because the, no, the nosebleed, middle of the night, didn't realize it. Yeah, you got to, and you've got to go and like change out your bed sheets. Man, that's a rolling TV. Why, though? <laughs> it looks like it's in a. It's like it's in like a small box and it comes goes out into it. Yeah. Like the the I remember the first time I saw it, it was uh it went down into like a big cabinet looking thing. So I don't know how. It's like a box that uh I don't know <laughs> would come in like a mini blinds. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's like a sound bar. It's yeah. No worse than that. I see why this guy does. He's got like a view of New York City and he puts it down so he can see the city. People people that live in New York City. Yeah, then there's that. It's a whole new bag of worms. I don't know. I have a... Uh, from being a kid, you know, I always had this uh, interest to, to visit. Well, not, it, was, it was more than an interest. It was more like a like a goal in life that I wanted to visit New York City, Times Square most specifically, because oh, yeah. I've seen, you know, all the, all every movie I've seen, you know. Everything was see. there. Every monster destroyed it. <laughs> there was always uh, Times Square and, uh, uh, was it, Union Station and all that kind of stuff. And so I always wanted to do that. And I remember going there and, uh, you know, I remember having a big shit-eating grin on my face. <laughs> as soon as I, as soon as I rounded the corner and I saw Times Square, I was like, oh my God, I'm here. This is, this is fantastic. Um, <coughs> and it was also cool to actually go up. They have those those stairs. There's like these stairs in the middle of Times Square that you can go and sit on and just view the city and watch people do stuff. And um, that was all right. But then after you get over that, there's there's not much else to it. It's just <laughs> like every other big city. It's just more cramped. Uh, so I was. I was a little disappointed with that that aspect of it, but then if you go out to, I guess what they call the village or whatever, if mm-hmm. you go out to, uh, I forget the name of that that area where all the the, the hipsters are, are taken over now. Um, yeah, they're they're calling it gentrified the, now. Yeah, this the, the the it's so they actually said that Brooklyn is starting to become gentrified. That's what I was thinking. You mean that's what I've heard. No, there's there's an there's another area. Gosh, man, I can't remember. Queens? I don't know. I've never been there. No, I don't know. Well, the Bronx. wasn't those places. Cardi B still lives there. Um, but, you know, we we walked the, the, the Brooklyn Bridge and got over to the Brooklyn side from Manhattan. And um, that, is, that is a pretty breathtaking, awe-inspiring type, you know, view and stuff. And there are apartments right there on the Brooklyn side that you can get with that view, view but... First of all, they're very limited with that view, and second, the people you're going to pay out of the asshole. They're four thousand dollars a month. Yeah, that's, <clears> that's absurd. At least it's absurd. 
there was there was nothing uh, one of one of the things that I like to do when I go to travel is the first not the first thing but you know one of the first things I do when I have some downtime is is I look to see what property values are in that area and at, everywhere I've been to Barcelona New York where wherever I've been I always look DC I look to see you know what are people paying for this area and what are you getting for your money and I just remember being flabbergasted uh in, I'd always heard that D.C. and Northern Virginia was an expensive area to live in. But then when you look to live in downtown D.C. in a tiny townhome, you're looking at a million dollars. Jesus. A million dollars. And I mean, it's and it's nothing. I mean, these are crackerjack box townhomes. There was one there was one that I saw that was uh, boarded up, it had boards on the windows this is when I went there with, uh, I, w- I went with Mark Allen, went to go see a football game there. And we were just walking around downtown D.C. And we walked through this, cut through this little neighborhood. And I saw one that had a for sale sign. And it was in this, a nothing of a neighborhood. There was nothing around it. There was no landmarks. It was just happened to be in downtown D.C. And everything was boarded up. The doors, everything. I mean, it looked like something in the ghetto. And I looked it up and they wanted $750,000 for it. <laughs> That's crazy. It is. It is nonsense. Must be one of those guys up there were getting like a hundred grand. Yeah, it was. Uh, un, it was unreal. Uh, my my aunt, uh, my great aunt, she she used to have a an apartment in Alexandria, and she bought the apartment. I think, if I remember correctly, if the, I could be maybe exaggerating on the figures. But if I remember correctly, she said that she bought the apartment. It was a two-bedroom apartment for $250,000 in, in Alexandria, Virginia. And then they they put in a, I think it was a subway stop in, in her neighborhood. And she sold it for $750,000. So okay. she, make, had, <clears throat> she made half a million dollars so on the sale. So that raised the property value? Yeah, off of a two-bedroom apartment. Mm. Madness. Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in Madison County. <clears throat> Be living in luxury. Yeah, you have three houses. Yeah, for real. I buy my own hotel. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Are you talking about over in uh, just across uh, the street? Yeah, Riverside, Mount Carmel. They probably even yeah. that big. They probably even that expensive over there. No, those are probably like three fifty, four hundred. Yeah, that was five five hundred grand, maybe at the most. It tops. Maybe in the tops. biggest one. You gotta go. You gotta start climbing mountains around here to get above five hundred grand. Yeah. So if you go, if you go over there, over on Chapman Mountain on the side over there, uh, what's what's that that uh, mount? Uh, uh, what's that area? No, 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 no. No, <clears throat> no on the side of the mountain. On the side of the mountain. Um, Those are more expensive. There's a it's something estates. Yeah. Over there, uh, those start getting up in the five five hundred thousand to a million almost said mountain view but that's the that's the name of the trailer park in hollywood that's <laughs> mountain view estates and there and those over there are even getting old so they may be going down i don't yeah. know maybe i don't i don't think houses go down in value like a car yeah speaking of car are you still uh you still driving your toyota yeah yeah <laughs> the bad thing about toyotas you always have them <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm poor well i don't think that's accurate at all i'm living in poverty 
Yes. My little minimum wage network engineer job. Sc- scraping by. <laughs> Just now plugging it. Wish I had wish I had a minimum wage job where I could make some real money. <laughs> paycheck to paycheck. Even tax return to tax return. We'll get wheels on it. <laughs> Put some doves on it next month. Yeah, I'm thinking about uh, upgrading mine. I was looking at getting something big, big, but I don't think I'm going to get anything. Well, it's only five years old. Yeah, I've also put 110,000 miles on it already. Oh, and it is a Chevrolet. Well. She ought to be using oil and spitting and sputtering by now. No. She <laughs> actually does pretty all right. Uh, I had an issue with the uh, transmission drive uh, not too long ago, but it was still under warranty, so I just took it in and had it taken care of. I will probably get another one here in the next couple of years. I say, I say that every couple of years. said that before. <laughs> I've said that before. Heard that before. I don't know. Just keep going, and don't, you don't have to pay for it. It's yeah. it's like an addiction, man. Yeah. <laughs> that that was my biggest thing when I had my Honda. I had my Honda Civic, and I paid it off, and I was like, man, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> it still runs, and I don't have to pay for it anymore. This is awesome. <laughs> I've got two vehicles, both paid off, and they both run. Oh, yeah, my, you got the pickup. I've got my truck in, yeah, yeah. in, in the car and a Toyota Sienna. Oh, jeez. Eight-seater. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it is an eight-seater. It's all I, we bought it like one year old though. So, you know which one is that? The minivan. Oh, that's the minivan. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that gets all the girls in the yard. So I'm that's right. That's right. You can't take a damn. <clears throat> you can't pull out of a driveway without scraping. <laughs> Who engineered this shit? Like you, I was looking for an off-road bumper for a Toyota Sienna. They don't make them. <laughs> you can't find them anywhere. Just give me something I can put some clearance on it. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. You're here, uh, him eating cereal. <laughs> By the way, you're eating cereal? You just ate? Wait, no, this, you ate the pizza. I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is my, this this is my life now. They, they they eat a meal and then afterwards they eat bowls of cereal. They eat. <clears throat> they, like they're hobbits. Yeah. Uh, they have second dinners. It, they they have. I, I have to fight with him to eat breakfast, but then it seems like after three o'clock I can't get him to stop eating. <laughs> it's like a damn mogwai or something. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like a <laughs> mythical beast. Is that raw spaghetti? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many boxes of this we go through? Get the hell out! You're eating raw spaghetti. Raw spaghetti. We're gonna be banned in Italy now. <laughs> what did you say, raw spaghetti? Are you smoke? Do you smoke weed or something? Eat raw spaghetti. We're like the lame version of Girls Gone Wild. We're banned in forty-seven countries <laughs> for the wrong reasons. <laughs> and, you, and you keep getting them in the mail and charge, even though you canceled <laughs> for some reason. Charge a thirty-seven fifty to my account. Thought I canceled. I haven't even seen a single titty yet. <laughs> How do you eat raw spaghetti? What's it even taste like? Good. Besides raw spaghetti. No, it tastes like box. You want, you want to taste <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, they have bo- I'm tasting raw spaghetti. This kid is eating raw. Y'all been in Europe too damn long. You know we cook this. <laughs> <laughs> we have a restaurant literally called Nothing But Noodles. You can just go and say, give me some noodles. 
No, no, it's no, not. No, because that is not how you have noodles. I feel like as an American, stupid American, <laughs> I should not have to explain to you how to eat noodles. <laughs> You've been in Europe. It's awful. I know. I told you. The whole grain noodles are even worse. Yeah. Look. I had some Germany that were good. That's why I asked them. But yeah. This took a turn for the worse. This is going to turn off the camera. This is awful. I'm eating raw. I gotta say these are pretty bad. Yeah, they are. We better finish. So you just, just, just to be of note, our producer is terrible. Jamie, he eats terrible food. He has a terrible diet, and he pulls up nothing for us to fact check. <laughs> you know, I wondered what the subject of this podcast would be. <laughs> what? I didn't know raw noodles. <laughs> Jamie eats raw noodles. Would be one. <laughs> See, I thought maybe they dissolved. No, they don't even lose their hardness. No, no, no. No, oh, this is like eating glass. You gotta, you gotta work for it. <laughs> you gotta want to eat a raw noodle. <laughs> we'll throw up. He just asked if we have angel hair <laughs> left. You know the spaghetti's a little crunchy tonight. <laughs> it doesn't even go down a little bit. It doesn't even. To be fair, the, the, like I said, the, the whole grain stuff is terrible. <laughs> the whole grain raw noodles are awful. Well, yeah, they're raw noodles. <laughs> I didn't know this would happen. It's like, are you eating raw? Oh, that's awful. Well, we're munching on glass like a fraggle rocker in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are like your, your criteria for who, who gets on the show? I don't know. You want to be on? Sure. Yeah, you kind of sound like a Dutzen. What? I said you kind of sound like a Dutzen. So, just uh, a little inside inside baseball here. Are, are you hearing him? Is he picking up on? A little uh, bit. Yeah. If I had it wound out all the way, you'd be just like you're sitting beside him. I just feel like it would be kind of weird where it's like a disembodied voice that you're replying to. No, it... it no, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get my know. voice up. So that there's, enough of a, there's enough of there to know that somebody's there. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he talking to? <laughs> 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 yes, teacher. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is that like a... No, they're uh, Swedish guys from... I don't know what show they were on. They're on uh, like every MTV show. Like Jackass and Viva La Bam. They came in from Sweden whenever they're running out of stuff to do, and they would like do stunts and stuff. <laughs> they were just—they were blonde-headed. I think they had mullets, and they would crash into things with skateboards. And <laughs> one time, everybody went to Sweden, and the dudes were there, like, "Yeah, dude says," and, like, yeah, and I throw themselves out a window. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, don't you? No, I didn't. From jackasses. That was, that was beyond my time. Yeah, and remember when it all expanded? They had that like renegade uh, wild boys. Yeah. That was. Uh, God, that dude, the hell is that? I, I'm, somebody's yelling at me right now. It's been 20 years. Uh, the guy that always shirt was holding a rattlesnake. They had Wild Boys. They had uh, was, Wild Boys was was that was Stevo and 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 Disco guy, right? It was just uh, it was just a guy who who stuck his whiner in the rat. Remember the guy who got his whiner bitten by the snake? Oh my God. It was just him and that guy with the long hair that was kind of like a. Leonard Skinner, uh, Steve Irwin. I don't think Steve-O was on Wild Boys. Uh, I don't, I honestly don't know. Like, I was, I don't want to say I was too old for 
for that. But when it came on, I was that was when I was in the army and stuff, so I didn't get to watch a lot of MTV. Well, I was in college, so I watched it all. Yeah, <laughs> I was so in the prime of my life. That it came and out man. during a time frame where I wasn't didn't have a lot of access to that stuff. I probably would have watched it if I had been around it, but who was I, on I don't know boys? who was on what. I I knew it just from you know being in the the lexicon at the time but um as far as pinpointing you know on this episode so and so did did this and this guy guest starred on this show i i don't know i really don't know that is above and beyond my knowledge of anything jackass it was, it was like the same universe wasn't it it was jackass yeah it yeah. was steve yeah, I oh thought, my God, I I thought it was. was. Yes. I thought it was. Chris Pontius was on there though. Because I think I I did catch one episode where he had a I want to say a lobster pinch his nipples. Oh, of course. <laughs> That's just a given. Something like that. I think it was a lobster grabbed his nipples. But that other guy was on there all the time too. The guy with the long hair that always had the rattlesnakes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. Man. But uh, that and Viva La Bam and Jackass all came out of the same. They're like spinoffs of each other. And then the Dootsons had a show. They even had a show called the Dootsons. They would always show up and beat up Phil. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Dootsons. I, I always hated Bam. That was that was like my big turnoff. I didn't want to see anything with him in it. I thought he was like King Douche. He kind of was. Here's the Dootsons. Whoa. The iPhone 10 by Verizon is acting up. That's what you get. Alone. There. See? Very blonde Nordic. They're from like some place where it snowed. Dudes. No one knows. Aryan hmm. folks. Good Aryan folks. Is that what you're saying? Yes. You're such a weirdo. <laughs> Strike three. iTunes ban. For life. <laughs> Glad to say I get to sharpen my editing skills with this bad boy. <laughs> Been cracking my knuckles with this thing. Okay. <laughs> Let's get all the career-ending comments out. <laughs> me, me and my friend Patrick were talking on one of these Skype the other day, and we got on a conversation. I'm like, how did I let that one go? <laughs> Who thought that would be a good idea? <laughs> we were just sitting there rambling. Like, he, I think we were like, he was at his house in Birmingham. I'm just on my phone like this, and we're just chatting, and I, and I listened to it like four days later. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I better take that out. All right, which one is the... Which one is the 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 hockey liking friend? Jim. Jim. Yeah, he's yeah. my kid's uh, uh, godfather. Okay. He'll be on one day. I need I need to meet him sometime. You wanna be you wanna be on his hockey team? Well, I don't know about that. I'm not a, really a hockey. Does he play hockey? Yeah, intramural. There at the Iceplex. Oh gosh, no, I definitely don't. He broke his damn ankle. I played goalie as uh, I played street hockey. I was a goalie for one, one and a half seasons. I played in all of three games. Uh, I still can't skate. Um, I think you'll fit right in with these guys. <laughs> uh, I found out quickly that I desperately need to buy a cup. Uh, <laughs> desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> I don't know. It was one of those things where it, I guess in like a casual 
air quotes hockey um that nobody wants to be goalie and so they always have shortages of goalies <laughs> and i was like well that is the I mean, I love hockey as a sport. I've just never played it. And I grew up in an area where it was not a thing. So uh, I never got involved with it. But I figured, well, that's the thing that requires the least amount of skating. So I think I can handle that. <laughs> you just get hit every five <laughs> seconds. And it, but you're padded enough. I mean, it didn't didn't ever bother me. I mean, I took a couple off the top of the helmet and stuff. It didn't. You don't really feel anything. But I just happened to – they happened to get it right in the five hole and – Jeez, got me right in the five hole Those a couple are, of times. <laughs> Those pucks are soft too. Oh yeah, and they Re come in slow. Yes, <laughs> slow and soft, <laughs> like a like a baby kitten, <laughs> like a hand tossed yeah. kitten. <laughs> yeah, that's How sweet. Uh, I mean, I like being out there. It was fun, but uh, yeah, I can't skate, and I'm I'm no good. So, if I could skate a little better, it probably would have helped, but. If anybody puts even just like a slight hip movement of a deke, then uh, yeah. I was out of my fucking skates in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> i tell you what you will like. If, if the intramural skating slow. It's just a bunch of dudes our age just up to like 60. I think there's some that are older. But then you got, like we always talk about the subculture, the people who yeah. really – yeah, thought, thought that they should have been in a hockey league. They spent an hour taping their stick at the beginning of every match. And it's like, ahead of you! Ahead of you! Shoot! Shoot! I'm like, oh my god. I would be out of that so quick. Oof. And they had one like Hope Solo chick in there, one girl in the league, and she was just like the meanest one. Of course, because they got something to prove. Yeah. She had short hair like she should have been Nothing a cop. against female hockey players, because the female hockey, the U.S. female hockey team has been Killing. Yeah, did they win? Yeah, they, like a, they, against Russia or something. They kill everybody. Uh, I'm just saying that generally in those types of scenarios yeah. where you've got the 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 token woman, she, she feels like she's got to be more intense to. Oh, and that one they have was loud. You knew where she was at all times. You don't know her number, but you know where she's at. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's the one like skating backwards, doing looking like Ben Stiller from Heavyweights. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, that's. She's like one of the ones that got in a fight that year. Like, how are you gonna get a fight at the at the Iceplex? Take off, hoser, dude. I'm eating popcorn. <laughs> my kids there, are here. There's five people in the stands right now. <laughs> my kids Four are here. Four of them are my family. We're going to Applebee's when this is done. <laughs> You're invited, Karen. <laughs> what are you doing? Damn. Uh, yeah, that that subculture thing. I don't get that, man. I mean, there's people like that in every sport, every every aspect of just about everything. I mean, even in bowling, there's these there's these guys out there that just they act like that they're about to go on the PBA tour next oh, week. Yeah. I'm like, come on, guy, you got a you got a 200 average, <laughs> and you you are, you have won zero tournaments, you have won nay tournaments. You, you know, are not going anywhere. You can always tell the subculture guys because they have a T-shirt related to some event. Yes. Like, where did you get? How did you get invited? Yes. Why, why? Yes. Yes. Always in bowling has a lot of them. Bowling and golf. Tennis, God uh, forbid, tennis. As I think, as a as a whole, I think bowling seems to have more of a um, lower point of entry. I guess you could say. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as as far as kids you know, parties, who gets to who gets to go to tournaments and things like that. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm this weekend. I'm going to a tournament in Memphis, and 
I, I, I am not by any stretch of the imagination, a great bowler. Uh, I'm, I'm decent. I'm fundamentally sound. That's about where it stops. Uh, so, but it's fun and I like to go out there and have fun, but I know I'm going to get there and there's going to be those guys. Oh yeah. There's going to be those guys that got 48 pounds of tape across their arm. They're going to have the, you know, uh, the military Wisconsin invitational shirt on and the, yep. and they're going to have that pants up to their belly button that's tight. That doesn't have the belt. Yeah. And they're going to be complaining about the, the guy who lets his, his bowling towel touch his ball on the rack. Uh, still do the, too much oil on the lane. Yeah. Lanes are too oily. Yeah. That's when everybody starts talking to me about lane conditions, I just, <laughs> I, I got to tune them out. <laughs> yeah. That's it is literally the, the, I've got a broken controller. <laughs> <laughs> the broken controller. Of bowling. Yes. You couldn't hear him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's if you couldn't like the car pat course is too wet. Yeah. Lane. They over oiled it. Yeah. <laughs> really? And I mean, it's easy. If, I mean, I've, I've I've bowled my my whole life, and I've heard people say that kind of stuff my whole life about how they the the one that I remember hearing growing up was that they reverse blocked the oil pattern, <laughs> meaning that they put put oil down where they shouldn't have and didn't put oil down where they where they should have, and that's just not a thing. That's it's that all of those machines are mechanized and they have patterns that you program in and say, yeah press the button and it goes out and does its thing uh so it's not going to just be like oh i'm going to not put oil down at this part and i'm going to put it down at the end just for you guys yeah we're going to change it up just for this run <laughs> tuesday evening you're all fucked <laughs> yeah uh good luck breaking on this lane on tuesday at seven i haven't <laughs> i haven't been to it yet I, I keep getting screwed out of it josh miller um but the the United States Bowling Congress has what they call nationals, and that's, uh, that, as the name implies, the national tournament out in Las Vegas. And it rotates between, like, three or four cities. So they'll have it in Las Vegas. They'll have it in Reno. They'll have it, I think, one time they had it in Syracuse, New York, for some dumb reason. That doesn't uh, No. <laughs> and then they went down to Texas, and they went back up to Reno. Uh, anyway, the what I've always heard about that particular tournament is that, um, that'll, uh, that'll humble a lot of these house bowlers, you know, that, cause they, they oil the, the lanes a particular way when you go to a, to a standard, you know, Redstones lanes or whatever yeah. local house you go to, to bowl, they, they oil them essentially the same way. And, um, they oil them in such a way to, um, help the standard everyday bowler and you go out to nationals and it is more of what they call a sport pattern it's not necessarily a sport pattern but it is a much uh, they they oil it down to a certain length and then the rest is no oil it's all dry and then the, the rest is dry at the end and so when you th try to throw it like you did back <laughs> at your your uh house out in Tecumseh, Mississippi, or wherever yeah. the hell you're from, uh, it's not going to react the way she that you're used breaking. to. And you're going to hear all the, well, they reverse blocked it, and they, there's too much oil out there, and there's too little oil out there. There's, you know, there was sun in my eye. <laughs> the, whole, <laughs> the, the wind the, got in it. The whole thing. And uh, uh, I, I'm, curious to, I'm curious to try it because, you know, even, even when I throw shots out here, you know, I, I recognize that 
That was not a good shot. I got away with it because of the oil pattern. Uh, can, you anyway. can you bowl uh, as a civilian, as the uh, Nationals? Yeah, yeah. Anybody can bowl in the Nationals. Somebody who's not in the... Yeah, and anybody can sign up. They, I mean, they have certain silly rules to try to garner more uh, money because you know have to pay to get in the tournament. And so to garner more people to get into it, they say that you have to sign up for every event, singles, doubles, teams, and you have to bring a full team when you come. And now they've even made it where you have to bring a team and a sister team so that they get that money coming in. Uh, so... To answer your question, yes, anybody can go yeah, bowling. I was going to say, national sounds like it'd be like eight dudes. Yeah, anybody that uh, uh, yeah. holds an average from league. It's not like national rodeo. No, 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 no. Um, I, th- I think it's national tournament because anybody from the nation can come. Um, and, yeah, it's a yeah, – I've never been. My, my grandfather used to go all the time. I'd like to go uh, at some point in my career. One of these days. Let me talk about oh. this real quick. So I've got the Dutsons here. Noodle time. I've got Jamie. Jamie's on the mic. He's placed. <laughs> After a bathroom break, all hell is broken loose here. <laughs> here in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got a handful of raw noodles. They're good. You put raw. See, this is offensive. These, one, these ones are better. You know, you can't really offend white people, but raw noodles. Now I know what it feels like to be oppressed. They're good. <laughs> I'm going to eat it raw. See, I can't have nothing nice. They're large elbows. Europeans have ruined our health care system. You brought your cow pasture kicking around thing over here. Football. Can't even pronounce it right. Football. Now you're eating raw. Oh, God. <laughs> Raw macaroni. It's large elbows. It's not macaroni. That's macaroni. What's that right there? It said macaroni. Doesn't. <laughs> What'd you make? You got, you got a Tom Collins? I'm about to. Damn, that's absolute. You got absolute vodka in this. All right. I'm about to retreat to my humble boat to stack the yak. So this this is uh this is what I deal with on a, Wait, a regular basis. He just said <laughs> so I have a sixteen year old who claims I'm going to retreat to my humble abode. To spank the yank. He said, smack the yank. Smack the yank. (laughs) (laughs) This is the last time I take a bathroom break in the middle of a podcast. (laughs) This is what I deal with. Hit me up for that episode you're doing with me. That's when I confirm now. Yeah, the Dutsons. Gonna be on the Bobby Dizzle podcast. Yeah. Buckhorn's. Uh, how's how are you how are you guys received at Buckhorn? Do you have a nickname yet? Everybody hates us. They got German kids there yeah. already. Oh yeah, there's right. one on there's one on their bus. <laughs> Beckham. 
that uh, his his friends refer to him as the Nazi. Of course they do. You're their leader. <laughs> <laughs> they think I'm a god. <laughs> it's how they know you. <laughs> white devil, white devil. <laughs> and Quinn say, Ocha. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I wonder who's going to be on the on the show next. <laughs> we they, have a winner. They speak what you do. <laughs> you speak what you do. <laughs> Throw it. Reflexes of a cat. They call you the Nazi. What do they call you? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, we have to. That's what the. <laughs> ease back on Jeez. that. Jeez. It's got real up in this camp. <laughs> Leave that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Realistically speaking, that's still pretty tame. Well, 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 depends on who Nathan does. Who's Nathan? Other German dude. Oh. German guy named Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds made up. <laughs> this guy's fake. <laughs> that Chinese kid named Trevor next to him. <laughs> She's from Canada. She went to another school. You don't know her. Gertrude. What the hell? I'm still on Smack the Yak. Oh. I can't believe he said that. Look, you've got some organic water and a bag of chips. Does not contain carbon. Well, let's hope not. Oh, gosh. Anywho. So, gas tax. How about that? <laughs> I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm on the Big Lebowski right now. The <laughs> girlfriend's lost her toe. It is not fair. Give us the money, we take the hostage. Gas tax. Yeah, screw that. Yeah. We got a state that won't get a lottery and won't legalize marijuana, so they're going to tax gas. Hate Republicans. Now, it's 45 cents. 45 cents a gallon. Yeah, I know. You do say that. I say that. I vote straight ticket, but I hate them. Screwing everything up. And you part of the problem. Well, if the other bunch went, went trying to take my damn guns, well, you don't... Well, yeah, yeah. There's there's, there's write-in options. We have other options. I voted Gary Johnson. Yeah. I voted Walt Maddox in the governor election. Gary Johnson wasn't the best representative for our cause. It was all we had. You, know, you might be tempted to vote a little Democrat if they quit just like, if it wasn't just like, take all the money and eat the rich. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I, whoa. I can't, I can't. I'm going to go ahead and side with my money on this one. You're greedy. No, I just want to eat and have plenty of toilet paper, not live under communism. So, and, and the problem with the, with the right, the, the Republicans, whatever you want to call them, uh, is that they, they 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 get us with, or they try to get us on board with. Uh, well, we're not going to raise your taxes, or we may even cut your taxes. 
but then they do stuff like this and they yeah because they, 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 they can't do anything to raise it otherwise they they get us on the consumption side so if they can't get you can't get you coming they get you going uh they're they're going to get their money one way or the other and that's that's the main issue and you know something i tried to convey to your mexican friend uh was you used to live with him yeah he was your life partner he was not he was not you like to y'all come he he would wax your little bald head and he would comb his troy palomalu ponytail oh my goodness looking like looking like avatar no <laughs> looking like he was on pandora with the navi people <laughs> the navi god the things you do the thing the sacrifices i'm just you picturing make. him putting that that ponytail on that <laughs> that flying velociraptor thing <laughs> come here <laughs> no 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 shh, shh, shh. no 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 <laughs> will not hurt he the the state of alabama collected 11 billion dollars in taxes last year yeah it's gone 11 billion dollars and it's gone uh <clears throat> Half a billion of that was collected from gasoline. And that's not even counting commercial vehicles. That mm-hmm. is standard gasoline tax was $477 million. Where is it? Where did it go? And if they can't manage $477 million, it's what, doubling. What, what, yeah, <laughs> what do they think is going to happen? When, and that $477 million was a 9% increase over the previous year. So they're going to raise it again over the next three years, and we're just supposed to be okay with that. And that's... that's I guess the reason they call it the special session. Uh, it's, it's... Makes me wonder if somebody don't going to sue over it or something like that. It's... Uh, and th- that's just kind of the thing that gets stuck in my craw about... Um, the the whole argument of you know left versus right because you know the left like you said is trying to they're taking up this along with their identity politics they're taking up all of this this mantle of uh eat, eat the rich and yeah, eat the you, rich you know no, if you thank you if you make money then you're supposed to give it to me uh attitude and the right is taking on the mantra of fuck everybody but me and uh you know, I already got mines, so I'm yeah. out. I'm out. <laughs> uh, so um, it makes you kind of like that with the other, with the alternative out there. You kind of think about it, like, nope, nope, get away, nope. Yeah. Uh, well, my my main issue is that they're the people who support either one of those sides. They're arguing with each other using that same mantra. When the the real issue at hand is is the actual government spending. We the the federal government is even more ridiculous than the amount of money that they actually take in every year. And it, there was a, there was a report that just came out that in one month's time, the, the Washington DC, the, the U S federal government in DC spent $4 million on lobster tail. What? In one month, <laughs> $4 million on lobster tail in one month for are their their catering their parties or, you know foreign dignitary whatever the case but they, they don't itemize it down to that granular of a level but four million dollars on <clears throat> lobster tail so it's it it's not that nobody's you know certain people are not paying their fair share it's the share that's being paid is being spent frivolously 
I swear, if Cassio Cortez got one piece of a lobster, I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> well, she, th- that clown, she's up there talking about how, you know, she's the voice of the people. But then as soon as there's a d- dissenting voice, then it's, yeah. oh, you shut up. I'm the boss now. And she literally said, if you yeah. are saying anything against this, you're just out there shouting in the cheap seats. Yeah, that's 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 like that Joseph Stalin shit there. And uh, I just... The first time somebody said something... As as soon as uh, it's it's I I can't remember the quote now, but there was a quote I saw where somebody said something about um, how pe- there there's people out there who are shocked by uh, you know this supposed uh, I think I posted that it might have been it might have been first you know, time a first time an authoritative uh, socialist gets in charge and here's some, they turn to authoritative and says yes. someone who's never opened a history book before. <laughs> yeah, that one, <laughs> yeah, that, that one, that was great. That was, that was perfect. It was, it was, a, it was an actual snapshot of her entire run at a short run that she's already had. Um, I, I, there's some of it. I, I understand where she's coming from to a certain degree, but, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to vote for her. I'm not, I mean, obviously I'm not cause I'm not in her district or whatever, but, if I were not I, yet, uh, yeah. <laughs> not today, gerrymander North Alabama. And what happened? Dog. So I dog farted. got a nice, <laughs> nice dog present there. I, I told what I told Brandy. I said, you know, most Democrat voters hearts are in the right place. It's those eyed wide shut politicians that are the evil ones. It's the Democratic voters who don't understand economics all want to do good. Yeah. And why don't you want to pay for everybody? I don't know. Cause that's not how it works. Yeah. That's uh, you heartless fiend. <laughs> So and the, that that's something that I, I try to impress upon people, especially the, a lot of them try to to take up the argument of well Europe, well well Nordic countries, well Japan, you know whatever. They point to some other country and say, well they did it. And if you get down in the weeds on that stuff, uh, there's a lot of it that is is crumbling under its own weight, mm-hmm. uh, and they just it hasn't come to fruition yet it's still actually succeeding norway is not a very good standard because norway has per square mile has the most natural resources of any country on the planet and don't they have under like a million people in the whole country yeah so you can't use them as a, a model because even if they run out of other people's money they still have the natural resources to back up anything that they want to do uh but if you look at countries like Germany, for example, I worked under their system. I paid their taxes. I paid into their socialist system. I had their social health care. And it, the, they, there is a certain attitude amongst the people where they think they, they've already been indoctrinated to the point of they think that all of this stuff is a right to them now. And so if any of this fails, if any, it's going to be revolution. Yeah, <laughs> and they, but they, they really do. They really think that. Well, the bread? I'm not worried about. Uh, I'm not worried about losing my job because then the government's going to have to give me, give me, give me, give me. It always, it's always the government is going to have to give me. I was like, well, at a certain point, the government's not going to be able to give you anymore. Uh, it, it's, it's going to run out. Um, the moment that, the moment that I realized that I needed to get out of that system was the moment that they took 52% of my paycheck. That's stupid. The moment I saw that, it, it didn't happen right away. 52. It, it was a creep up. And 
you know, as, as I became more <coughs> successful, more money started to creep out of my check. And there was a, a time where I earned a Christmas bonus. And when I got that Christmas bonus, the government took 52% of my that's, of my income that's a revolution y'all and jesus from that moment on i said i've got to get out of this system i can't i can't do this anymore and even the people who are of the more well off or whatever they are given the option to opt out of all of those social programs but you have to make a certain amount per year to be able to opt out of it to get them which doesn't make any sense uh those are the people that they should want to keep in the system but those people, they know that those people, if we, if we don't let them have other options, they're going to leave. Mm -hmm. So like they, New York. exactly. That's what New York City in California. So they have, they have all this middle, it's the same problem. They have this whole middle class of people who don't make that amount of money that are forced into that scenario of paying for each other and paying and paying and paying and paying and paying, and paying while all the people who make over a certain amount are allowed to opt out of all of those programs. And I eventually ended up making enough money where I was able to opt out of their social insurance, which I did immediately. And I got private insurance and I ended up paying a fifth of what I was paying as a premium. And if, if everybody had that option, I bet most of them would do it. Mm -hmm. And then that whole system would fail. Wouldn't take long. So I, I've, I've got my own issues with, I have, I, I'm, I'm all about helping people out that need help. Uh, but I guess that comes with a caveat of to a point. Yeah. You know, eventually they got to help themselves. Uh, and I'll, I'll be the first one. I mean, I've, I've, it's open to anybody to ask. I have no, no qualms telling people how I've cast my, my ballots over the years. And the very first time that I was able to vote, I voted for Bill Clinton. Uh, and Jesus, you're older than me. <laughs> Good Lord. I, I, I've, but I voted for that on the basis of his stance on uh, welfare. He he stated that he wanted to implement the two-year limit rule for welfare. Yeah, what happened there? Yeah, I it don't came know. off that kind of quick. Yeah, I don't. I I I, I didn't really follow it enough after that. I kind of had, you know, Jeez. had a kid at a young age and had to deal with that aspect of my life. So I didn't really follow politics as much as I should have. I didn't even know that. But yeah, he he had implemented a, a program that said that he wanted that welfare was not a way of life. And that everyone should have a two-year limit, and then after that, you need to do something else with your life. Good lord, that's an actual good Clinton policy, right? What? And so that that was one of the things that drove me to casting that vote. Uh, so I'd have voted for that. So uh, anyway, so I there's I don't have a problem helping people. No wonder he didn't go for three terms <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill welfare. <laughs> yeah, I, that's crazy. I didn't I didn't know about that. <clears throat> of course, I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> that might have had something to do with it in 96 mm -hmm. i was tw literally 12 yeah turned 13 that summer so i was 13 for that election so i they only they would only let me vote democrat when i went to register <laughs> <laughs> i yeah, i'd been out of high school for a year and that was my first time voting, and I'm assuming third. I'm assuming it was 1996. What 92 yeah. was it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, I was uh, I'm actually like Quagmire. I'm actually 71 years old. Yes, <laughs> I was, really? I was a sophomore in 92. <laughs> I'm 71. Yes, you got a problem with that? <laughs> Eisenhower. Yeah. Anyway, that tangent tangent over. I, <laughs> that I, was a good one. 
I won't won't rain on that any further. We went from Dudesons to Bill Clinton. <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. That was funny. That's the way it should go. Yeah. I had other subjects in mind to ask you, but since uh, the venue is so good, I want to repeat it. All right, that's fine. All right, we can do that. Like the time you, the times you got robbed in Norfolk. Oh, those man. are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are good ones. <laughs> what else? The oh, I know one. I know the the story. What about how you were haunted as a child? Oh man, that one. So I, yeah, I, that's I can, a good one. I can get in that one. Uh, that was a um. It, we we lived in a sm- very small house and. Uh, my sister was born. She was a newborn at the time, so that put me about f- five years old. And that's uh, cognizant. That's old enough to yeah. And some stuff. Uh, I recall. Uh, I'm once once I looked back on it when I was a little bit older, I realized what what was going on. But I used to see like the 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 sunlight flashing along the back wall of her bedroom. Uh, yeah, her bedroom all the time, and. My bedroom was across the hall from hers, and I, I was always fascinated with the, that light going across the back wall of her bedroom. And in my my stupid kid head, I thought it was something supernatural or something like that. Uh, but all it was was just cars going past and making oh. that, that the sun move, you know, the, oh. the shadows and sun and move. But the thing that always sticks out in my head that like I said, it was my five-year-old brain. So there's a lot of things that are not recalled properly. Um, but the way I remember it in my head and the, remember, the way I remember things happening back then, um, it, I, I would go and lay on the floor in my sister's bedroom and stare at that corner of the wall where the sunbeams would come in. And there was something, I, I don't even really recall what made me do it, but there was something inside that told me that, that said that I had heard something. And so I, uh, I cried out, you know, like kind of yelling, like, you said like, you hollered at it. Yeah, I was like, ah, you know, just kind of like that. And it, in my head, I, I'm sure this probably never occurred this way, but in my five-year-old brain and the way that my current 42 year old brain recalls it is, uh, that, I, I cried out, I yelled at the, the, the corner of this wall, and as opposed to it, you know, having a quick echo back, it was almost like it went, I don't know how else to describe it other than it went into the wall, and then within a few seconds, I got that same scream back as an echo. And like I said, I know it sounds nutty, and I'm sure thinking about it logically i'm sure that that is not at all what happened <laughs> and if i could go back in the time machine it was probably just my stupid five-year-old yelling at the thing and it echoed back and over the years my brain has morphed it into this thing where it went into some echo chamber and came back as a it went you know, to another dimension uh, yeah it came that went, was a portal went through a wormhole came back as a altered scream I, I don't know if that's the case or not i don't know what really happened I just remember it, it creeped me out to the point where I ran out of the room. Uh, my mom yelled at me for screaming in my sister's room and possibly waking up the baby. And, uh, and I didn't like going in my sister's room after that. So that's, a, that's about the, the size of that. But there were other stuff. You used to say other stuff happened. Uh, yeah, there was, there was, uh, something. 
Hell, I can't remember. Something about your mom. Yeah, so my... Yeah, that's what it was. My my family, my remember mom... the shadow and then your mom. My my mom and... uh, Well, my, my whole mother's side of the family were way into psychic stuff. Um, channeling, seance, you know, the tarot cards, the whole, the whole bit, uh, readings. Um, and when I was young, uh, well, we, we had moved to Virginia beach at that point, And so I guess that, that would have put me around the time that was happening. I was, cause I was 11 years old, 11, 12 years old tops. Uh, they used to have people over all, all the time. And, uh, I always just assumed my parents were having parties <laughs> and, but then they would always tell us we had to stay upstairs. We had to stay upstairs. We couldn't ever come downstairs. And, um, one time I got tired of being relegated to upstairs all the time. Cause, uh, to be frank, the reason I was tired of it is cause the Nintendo was downstairs and I wanted to play Nintendo. And, uh, so I remember sneaking down the steps and like, peeking my head around the, the corner seeing what was going on and I noticed all the lights were out downstairs and there was a bunch of candles lit and everybody sitting around in a circle my mom sitting in this chair and I, but I couldn't really tell what was going on I could I could hear people talking and stuff but I couldn't really hear what that was being said and it was very low-key and real quiet and stuff and uh no nobody was there were no conversations happening but people somebody was talking and then uh, I kind of snuck downstairs and uh, my grandma came over and she, she first started to, to kind of shuffle me back upstairs. But then I don't, I don't remember what it was, but she, some, there was something about where she was like, well, I think he's old enough kind of thing. And oh, shit. So, God. <laughs> I'm creepy now. <laughs> so he's old enough for the ritual, Margaret. <laughs> So she brought me down and, God. and, uh, you know, everybody's, I mean, they're just kind of sitting around and some people are sitting, some people are standing. Uh, and I see my mom just sitting in this chair and she looks strange, like very, very strange. And it was very dark, dimly lit and stuff. So it was really, you couldn't really make out a whole lot of stuff. But then as I got closer, I realized that her eyes were closed and, um, I, I was not allowed to get to approach my mom for some reason. They said, no, you need to stay back here. And um, then I remember somebody directing a question towards my mother. And then when she responded back, it was in a very strange voice. Jesus. And I was like, what is happening right now? And so then I, I was a little bit like, I asked my gra- I remember asking my grandmother what's going on or, or something to that effect. And, uh, she's like, well, just go back upstairs and we'll talk about it later kind of thing. And I went back upstairs. And so later that, it was either late that night, maybe the next day, something like that. Um, they kind of had like this thing where they sat us down and they said, oh, by the way, you know, we're into all these channeling seance stuff. And I was like, okay, well, that's weird. (laughs) And, uh, and after we, talked about it some more and kind of went over some things and you know I won't get into the whole details of everything we went over but uh they discussed it with us and kind of were like you know it's 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 a natural thing you know that kind of thing 
um, so they asked us, they said, you know, do you guys think that you're mature enough to, to be a part of it, you know, to take, see, see what we're doing down here and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I think, hell yeah. I was like, yeah, I can handle it. And, uh, so the next time, whenever it was, maybe a month later or whatever, when they scheduled another one, they said that we could come down for it. So we went down and, um, they went through this, they did the whole thing. They turned all the lights off and they had all these candles going and people were sitting around and, um, they said, you know, for the next however long it was, they they said a few. It wasn't like incantations or anything like that, but it was just like, you know, everybody needs to have their mind at ease and everybody needs to be peaceful. And it wasn't a you cra- know, crazy. You just kind of no. There was no. There was no like I summon Baphomet or you know nothing <laughs> crazy like that. It was, uh, you know, they were just like everybody keep your mind at ease. We need to keep the energy low and you know that kind of thing. Don't think about negative stuff and and I. Th- think it might have even been my grandfather actually talked the whole time and he not mm, that that part eludes me i can't remember who it was but there was somebody that would kind of was for lack of a better term the dungeon master of this whole thing and uh the summon the demogorgon <laughs> so uh you know so they're just it, it was almost like a, um uh uh, what what do you call those things? The the regressive memory yeah. sessions or whatever. They were like, you know, just think about a flowing river and you know that kind of. Just everybody was supposed to think peaceful things and flowers and rainbows and unicorns and shit. And uh, uh, I'm everybody else got their eyes closed and I'm I'm looking around. I'm like, what the hell yeah, is going no on? Around here? My <laughs> and my mom it, talked like Jeffrey Dahmer ten minutes ago. And so they're, they're everybody's you know, being all peaceful and relaxed and stuff. And then they said, uh, okay, you know, everybody, you can, you can open your eyes now or whatever, you know, just stay at peace. We're going to start the session now. And, you know, we need, we need silence and whatever. And my, I, this part, I don't really recall. I just recall that my mother kind of, the, somebody was talking to her, whoever this, the dungeon master was, was talking to my mom and, um, was kind of doing the same thing, you know, you're going down a river, you're doing this, whatever. And then she kind of like relaxed and slumped in a chair and, uh, her eyes closed. And to me, she, she looked like she, like somebody would pass out. She would just kind of look like she passed out. All her muscles went limp, that kind of thing. And, uh, then the, the, the dungeon master started talking again and started saying you know asking for somebody in particular i don't remember the name they used but they kept asking like are you with us are you with us that kind of thing and uh then i saw like my mom's body start shifting and then i kind of perk up a little bit like she was waking up or whatever you want to call it again uh but then the whole time she still had her eyes closed so then she's but she started having mannerisms and movement as if she was awake but her eyes was cl- were closed and uh they were th- this person whoever it was i don't recall uh were, was still talking asking you know are you with us and saying they kept they would say some other things and they would say blah 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 are you with us are you here with us that kind of thing and uh then finally my mother or whomever uh responded and it had this very froggy voice uh, and responded yes i'm here 
and uh now was it your mom's voice making a deep voice or was it like noticeably another voice it it was it was noticeably different it was like uh, hey, this is me uh it was a it was it was it was very raspy very froggy sounding in comparison to my mother's voice so like i i mean i don't want to really I, I don't know how to get into the the nuances of my beliefs as far as what happened that day or any other day for that matter. Uh, there, there's certain, there's things that I know about that stuff now that I know is, is BS. And I know that there are people who go and do basically magic tricks, you know, for all this kind of stuff. And knowing what I know about certain people uh you know there's a lot of things that i question about what happened that night but i was again i was 11 years old yeah it's very susceptible and there was a a room full of adults that were in on the same quote-unquote joke that i was in on so uh it was hard not to believe what was happening to me at the moment and so i had this raspy voice saying you know i'm you know yes i'm here and then i could the my mom looks at me again her eyes are closed the whole time and but she looks at me and um says something to the effect of uh something like you know and who is this and this is somebody new or some something like that i don't i don't, I don't remember again this is 30 years ago so that would have ended it um i'm out <laughs> and uh and i said well i'm randy and i i said i'm your son and and then I don't know how else to, to go about stating the, the course of action. So I'll just say, so my mom replied, you know, I don't have a son. And, um, again, I don't remember the name that they use. So, um, so they replied, you know, I don't have a son. And I said, well, I'm Randy and you're, you're my mom. And I remember the, my mom's face kind of crumpled up a little bit. Like she didn't know what the hell I was saying. And it was like, uh, then the, the dungeon master, whoever this person was, I don't remember said something to my mom to the effect of this is, uh, Randy, this is the son of, of your host and blah, 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 blah. Like almost like he was explaining it to the quote unquote spirit or whatever. Um, and so, uh, he was, uh, or she was like, oh, okay. like I said, this, it, the, the, the mannerisms and things that they used were, or she used was not, were not normal. They, it was almost like, I don't know. I can't explain it. It was, it was very forced and kind of, it was just abnormal movements and yeah, things. I can picture it almost like you want, somebody wants you to act in a horror movie. Yeah, it, yeah. Al- almost like uh, uh, in Men in Black, the 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 the, yeah. the, the bug guy that yeah. took over the dude's body and he was trying to walk and stuff. It was yeah. it was similar to that's that. Like, that's what I'm picturing. Uh, and so it was like, oh, okay. Hector. So it was like feigning <laughs> feigning surprise, and uh, um, so th- then she was she said, Edgar. well, is there something that you is there something you want from me? And uh, I said, well they just said that I could ask you questions and I said, well, I'll answer if I can or something, something like that. Um, and 
I remember it was like we were asking them dumb, like it, we were, you know, we're eleven. My brother was nine. My my sister like seven or Jeez. six. And uh, <laughs> so like y'all were like fifteen, twenty years old. No, 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 no. Nine and seven. And uh, so you know, me as the the older child, you know, I was the leader, and so my brother and sister were kind of behind me, and they weren't really engaging. And uh, I, I, so I was kind of asking everything, and it was all kind of just dumb questions i don't even remember what we asked but i remember the part that kind of shut the whole show down was um we had recently had a dog stolen from us and so i i said uh okay well this part you you told me this one uh, yeah i said uh i i said well where's lady dog and they kind of made a face and was like who and i said uh I, I said repeated again i said i said lady dog where's our lady dog somebody stole her and we don't know where she is and uh then of course that kind of hyped up my brother and sister and my i remember my specifically my sister saying it's like yeah where's lady dog where's lady dog and uh uh i remember my mom like fidgeting around in the chair and like kind of just acting weird and um uh, the the dungeon master like i said i don't know what this person is supposed to be called <laughs> I, I, just, I just keep saying dungeon master this picture rolling so, the dice the, the 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 dungeon master says i i think you're upsetting the host uh with these questions and and it's causing issues or something to that effect and uh then my grandmother came over and kind of shooed us off after that so um I'm asking questions require answers son get, yeah get I, uh, so I remember after that, I just kind of called BS on the whole thing. Cause I, again, looking back on a lot of that stuff, I just, I, I think it might've just been a show and I, I don't know what to believe <laughs> of what happened with what I know it was, it was really weird. A lot of it was weird stuff and you know, some of it's maybe exaggerated in my, my mind based on my age at the time, but hey, you told me the dog one. Yeah. I mean, I remember that one after you said it. Where's Lady Dog? Yeah, Lady Dog. Anyway, that was that was that. I mean, I had other quote. I've used air quotes like six times already now, but uh, it's okay. It's audio only. <laughs> I've uh, uh, I, I had a few so-called psychic incidents with my family over the years with that kind of stuff. You know, my my grandmother really bought into the Yuri Geller stuff. Oh yeah. shit! Uh, so the she, live readings. No, that Yuri Geller was oh. the uh, the um, the spoon bender. Oh, that guy! Oh man! And uh, he he supposedly could fix broken watches and just all kinds of parlor trick type stuff, and but he would do it on live TV and everybody was like, oh my god, and, uh, uh, to the point where my grandmother was bending all the forks in our damn house and claiming that she had psychic abilities, and uh, <laughs> even though that was proven to be the tungsten or whatever in the yeah. metal that he touched it and bent yeah we we had a years later we used to make a joke because there was literally the, the the junk drawer that everybody has in their kitchen ours was filled with bent forks uh, that from my grandmother yeah and just this stuff like that my <laughs> oh, you know when i was having some issues in high school my my parents decided to take me to a psychic to get a reading and just all kinds of just nonsense like that, that i'm glad they fixed you up for that yeah yeah they did a good one on me get a t- it turned out bad. <laughs> <laughs> you might have started a fight club in Germany. 
That could have been. <laughs> could have been. Let's see. It's about time to wrap it up. Sounds good. 9.30. I think we will call it quits. All right. We're going to shut it off now. It's been a good one. It's been an hour and a half long. All right. I'm going to put something on after this that tells how to follow me on Instagram. But that is it. Thanks, Randy and the Dutsons. No problem. We'll see you next time. No problem. Hey, he's up. <laughs> Poor Yak. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>